Did we get back-to-back weeks where Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and the other rookie quarterbacks balled out and made their case to all-start week one? We got a full preseason week two roundup. Lauren Cox of Locked On Bears, Tony Wiggins of Locked On Jags, and Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints. All join me, Bo Brock, on the Locked On NFL podcast. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the show, whether you're listening on your podcast or if you're watching on our new YouTube channel. If you are, please subscribe. Hit like on this video. I'm Bo Brock, your Monday host, daily host of Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for tuning into the Locked On NFL podcast. This episode is brought to you by the NFL season about to begin. Nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network, August 30th through September 8th. It's Locked On's ultimate season preview, taking you through every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts to tune in at the beginning of August 30th. Cannot wait for you guys to hear that. It's going to be fantastic. It's just like our you know, extensive coverage of the, the NFL draft. You think that we're going to, you know, cut any corners or do anything less than we do with the draft with our season preview, you're mistaken. You know, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, it was um, it was an interesting preseason week two. We're going to break it all down uh, with the help of Lauren Cox. We're going to preview our first Monday night football game of the 2021 campaign uh, with Tony Wiggins of Locked on Jaguars. He's going to somehow try to explain to me why Urban Meyer's dragging his feet and naming Trevor Lawrence the starting quarterback of the Jaguars. It's pretty wild. And then Ross Jackson is going to tell us whether or not Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill can win the starting quarterback job for the Saints tonight. Uh, that, if you're watching on YouTube, is in another video. On this video, we're going to have the full preseason week two roundup. Plus, we'll talk to Lauren Cox of Locked On Bears about the quarterback battle brewing in the Windy City in Chicago uh, between Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. Some news and notes for you. The Indianapolis Colts getting some good news that Carson Wentz, Quentin Nelson, and Ryan Kelly are all set to return to practice. Uh, You had two of them dealing with uh, foot, uh, some feet. How about feet? That's your plural (laughs) use of the word word foot. Um, We, of course, Quentin Nelson and, and Carson Wentz underwent surgery on their respective feet. One left, one right. And then uh, Ryan Kelly uh, is going to return the center back to the practice field. And then it was last night. uh, We'll kind of break down his performance a little bit more, but it was the uh, Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers not really budging on entertaining a quarterback battle with the San Francisco 49ers. He says nothing has really changed. The Trey Lance has not narrowed the margin between himself and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, We'll see what, uh, what, you know, what ends up happening week one, but you sounds like Jimmy G is going to get the first crack at this thing and try to repeat his performance uh, of that Super Bowl run 
from just a, a season ago. Let's get into all the action. Uh, we'll start with Friday night. It was the Kansas City Chiefs taking out the Arizona Cardinals 17-10, to 10, kind of an uneven performance by Patrick Mahomes, but he led the Chiefs to some scoring drives, just 78 yards. He did throw a pick to third-year corner Byron Murphy, and Kyler Murray had a rough performance. He talked all week about how he didn't necessarily like playing in the preseason, and he didn't look sharp. One for four with two yards. The Washington football team took out the Cincinnati Bengals, 17 to 13. Jarrett Patterson, the rookie running back out of Buffalo, 71 yards and a touchdown. That's a kid who had eight touchdowns rushing in one game last year um, for the Bulls. And then the Bengals, Jamar Chase, fifth overall pick, three targets. Couldn't haul in any of them. Also, you had a full slate of action again on Saturday. As I said, we'll get into this game between the Bills and the Bears, it was Mitchell Trubisky returning to the Windy City, throwing for 220 yards and a touchdown, marching the Bills to four consecutive scoring drives to open up that game. Justin Fields, 9 for 19, 80 yards. You had Zach Wilson for the, uh, the, the, the final score, by the way. Bills, 41, Bears, 15. The Jets took out the Packers, 23 to 14. No Aaron Rodgers, no Jordan Love. It was Zach Wilson putting together another solid game back-to-back weeks to start his professional career. 128 yards, two tutties. You had Kent Benkert for the Packers. Go for 151 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Tua, 37. Or the Miami Dolphins, 37. Falcons, 17. We didn't see the bulk of the Falcons starters once again. Tua, 183 yards, a touchdown. Felipe Franks. He started this one 46 yards. He had a pick. And the Ravens, wild stat. They've won 19 straight preseason games. You can say preseason doesn't matter. It's still an impressive mark. 19 in a row. Tyler Huntley, 187 yards through the air. A pick. Ravens win over the Panthers. 20-3. Sam Darnold, his first action for the Carolina Panthers. One of two, 16 yards. He had more action on Saturday. Vintage Big Ben. Steelers take out the Lions, 26-20. to Ben Roethlisberger, 137 yards, two touchdowns. David Blau for the Lions, 143 yards and a touchdown. Got to make sure to get this one in. We had some Texans fans reaching out to us last week because I had mentioned Jordan Love was kind of the story, the headline, as the Packers lost to the Texans to open up the preseason. They said, hey, what about Davis Mills? What about the Texans winning the football game? I said, you're right. Davis Mills in a 20-14 to 14 win over the Dallas Cowboys, keeping them winless in the preseason at 0-3. Mills, 115 yards. Mark Ingram, a rushing touchdown. Cooper Rush and Ben DiNucci uh, battling it out to be the backup there in Dallas. Rush, two touchdowns. Ben DiNucci, a night to forget with three in- interceptions. Indianapolis Colts, I told you about the good news. It was not uh, very sharp for any of the quarterbacks vying to beat Carson Wentz's backup it. And that contest, Jacob Eason, 132 yards. Sam Ellinger, two picks. Colts beat the Vikings 12 to 10. Vikings rookie linebacker out of North Carolina, third round pick, Chaz Surratt. Impressive showing. 10 tackles, one for a loss. Speaking of rookies who impressed, it was Elijah Molden, the defensive back out of Washington. For the Tennessee Titans, who beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34-3, Molden had eight tackles, a sack, and a pass defended. Uh, he was solid. Caleb Farley, also the first-round pick, who had some medical concerns, made his debut for the Titans. Kyle Trask, now in two consecutive weeks, struggled. The guy who was invited to the Heisman ceremony for Florida last year, 131 yards, two picks for the Bucs. 
And then also wrapping things up uh, on Saturday. It was Teddy Bridgewater, another impressive showing for the Broncos as they hang for a second consecutive week. 30-burger. They take out the Seahawks in a, I guess, revenge game from a Super Bowl that the Seahawks boat race the Broncos. Broncos win this one 30-3. Teddy B, 105 yards a touchdown. Sean Mannion for the Seahawks, 118 yards. We didn't see uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, Drew Locke did play for the Broncos. And then the Vegas Raiders took out the Rams 17-16. Nathan Peterman for the second straight game. Got all the snaps under center for John Gruden. Peter, man. Yeah, uh, Nathan Peterman, 172 yards, a touchdown and a pick. For the Rams, 2-2 Atwell, their top pick. In the second round, 2-2 Atwell, eight catches. 46 yards. The end of the games on Sunday. Cleveland Browns, Case Keenum. 74 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Browns take out the G-Men, 17-13. Noah Daniel Jones, Brian Lewerke from Michigan State, 108 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. And the Niners, Trey Lance came out of the gates very slow. Pretty resilient ending for the rookie quarterback. 102 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick to propel the Niners past the Chargers, 15-10. Still no starters for the Chargers. Easton Stick vying to become Justin Herbert's backup quarterback, former North Dakota State quarterback, 85 yards and a touchdown. It was Mitchell Trubisky returning to Chicago, lighting up his old team, and did Justin Fields continue to make his case to be the Chicago Bears QB1? Lauren Cox, Lockdown Bears, is going to join us here on the Lockdown NFL podcast, but it's that time of year ago. Eyes are now turning to football teams as they're back on the gridiron to start the football season. One more preseason week. Build your stack. Get ready for the regular season. Bet Online's your number one spot for all pro college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, contests, including the online's biggest half a million dollar NFL mega contest. The world's largest $200,000 survivor contest Open now at Bet Online. Head over to the website, use your cell, sign up today, receive 100% welcome bonus. That's right, 100%. They'll match whatever your first deposit is. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, separate September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose your wager, refund it. They forget about it. Up to $25. Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, and of course, baseball, your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of this great offer available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code locked on when you go over there. All right, joining me now on the Locked On NFL podcast, Bo Brock hanging out with you on a Monday. We do have Monday Night Football tonight. We got a video up right now with uh, Ross Jackson and uh, Tony Wiggins. Always a great interview to catch up with Tony. But now Lauren Cox joins us. Also a great interview to break down the Bears-Bills action. It was the return of Mitchell Trubisky. I want to ask you first about that, uh, Lauren. It, It couldn't have felt good to watch Mitch out there light it up, four straight scoring drives to open up the game for the Bills in a route, what was it, 41 to 15. Did we see a new man out there at quarterback in Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky? You know, Chicago Bears fans are so caught up in everything 
on their side of the ball that I don't think they care all that much about what Mitch Trubisky did. I didn't feel good. You wouldn't, you'd prefer it didn't happen or maybe you prefer it was a different quarterback, but like for the most part, it's like, well, who cares about him? We figured out Andy Dalton and Justin Fields and the Bears defense and the offensive line and everything else was going wrong. Like this guy was falling so much to, to pay attention to Mitch, but you yeah. know, it's good to see Mitch be successful. And you know, we've seen flashes of this from him in Chicago, right? It was a lot of like, quick, effective passing underneath. The Bears seem to be willing to allow Mitch to make those completions and they string together pretty well. And he, he beat up on bad teams in Chicago. We saw that, but there's some, there's some limitations to that uh, in the regular season and when you really go up against some of the best contenders. So good for Mitch, not overly surprised to see, maybe just a little surprised to see it against the Bears, but he's done this stuff yeah. before. It's like the ex you broke up with and you really have no ill will towards them and you you truly do wish them well. And it was even though it was maybe, you know, this was a preseason game. So they can they can have Mitchell Trubisky light him up like he did and, and have that little victory, I'm sure, for Mitch. Now let's get into the current quarterback battle. I don't know if you'll maybe slap my hand for saying that. You know, you're on record <laughs> at least. We've had conversations about you feel, or at least you did. I, I, I want to get your thoughts now if they're updated. But as far as Andy Dalton be the, being the, uh, the quarterback to start this season, he struggled a little bit, uh, hit Rodney Adams, who had an incredible week on and off the field, 73-yard score. Did Dalton help himself hold off the mob with that big play? It would have been a lot harder had he not had the 73-yard touchdown. It certainly <laughs> inflated everything else. But I still felt like this was kind of the Andy Dalton that we saw in Cincinnati and a little bit in Dallas where he completed the easier underneath throws. He missed some of the intermediate and deeper throws. And the 73-yard catch and run inflates everything else. But like otherwise, it was average quarterback play. And he's kind of always yeah. been that that average quarterback across the board. So, you know, it, it, it certainly helps, but I, I, I didn't think it was that different of a evaluation on him, especially now with, he didn't have Allen Robinson, didn't have David Montgomery, didn't have Cole Komet and none of his top weapons, plus an offensive line that had two week one starters out there for him up front. A lot of injuries there too, for the bears. So he's always a guy that's been very supporting cast dependent, didn't have his supporting cast against Buffalo and still looked about like the Andy Dalton we're used to. Yeah, Lauren Cox joins us here, Locked On Bears, the Locked On NFL podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, just in the comments, let us know who you think should be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. You know, Andy, I mean, it isn't Andy Dalton should start because he's their best option at the quarterback spot, right? I mean, your argument's always been, you know, you somewhat have to eat your vegetables as far as you don't want to just throw your new quarterback in there. I mean, we already saw Justin Fields in that game take a brutal hit that knocked his helmet off, knocked his headband off. I mean, that's what you're trying to avoid, right? Bad habits and him getting kind of laid out in his first season. Yeah, Justin did say after the game that the hit didn't really hurt that much. The, what hurt him was actually the helmet scraping across his face as it popped up. It yeah. scratched his eye and actually caused him to bleed a little bit there. But the hit itself was kind of just kind of glanced off and, and rolled it like it was no big deal. But yeah, it's it's sort of those little things that you want to see Justin develop in a little bit further as far as identifying the protection properly pre-snap. You know, on that play, it was only a five-man rush. You have five offensive linemen, but your offensive line was sliding left and the blitz was coming from the right side. So you either have to change that protection or throw the hot read to your running back who's designed to take that if there's going to be a, a blitz coming to that side. He had, he had audibled that play, though, to a double move to a receiver on the left side. And it was 
it was going to be there. He wanted to have the bigger play, but you kind of have to know as a quarterback the situation and what the opponent is showing you to know that live to throw out another down. Don't take those hits. Find your hot read. Make the completion. It's not like he's having trouble understanding the offense. He's, he's at a point where he can make audibles at a preseason game. That's that's a that's a pretty good adjustment already this early in his career, but it just takes time to kind of get used to what you're looking at and how long it takes for a pass rusher to maybe get there versus how long it takes your backup receiver to run a double move on the outside. Maybe it lends a little credence to the idea of, of starting Andy Dalton week one, just to give fields more time to get up to speed with those things. But at the same time, those are kind of the things you need to be on the field to actually learn and do. You can't necessarily fully simulate those types of game situations at practice when you never know exactly what a new defense is going to throw at you every week compared to just your defense that you're practicing against every day and you kind of know what coverages they like to call and the tendencies of your players. It's sort of that week-to-week preparation of regular season football that Justin Fields is going to need. But Matt Nagy is full speed ahead with Andy Dalton week one for a lot of the reasons we just talked about. We haven't really gotten to see regular season Andy Dalton yet this preseason. Yeah, it, that's that's now back to back weeks where and I'm not going to call Justin Fields a liar, but he's kind of a, b- a bit of a fibber. I mean, to say that that the hit didn't hurt. And then last week it was like, yeah, the the, the pace of play, it was even kind of slow for me out there. Mm-hmm. It was the NFL. Yeah, it's, I've seen faster. I didn't I didn't be, I don't believe <laughs> Justin Fields has that, but I'm not calling him a liar. So, yeah, I mean, as far as this quarterback competition, is it, can we is it just it's not a competition. This is going to be Andy Dalton's team week one, regardless of what happens in the final preseason week. I think it would take some kind of injury to Dalton before, I guess a suspension of for something totally unexpected, but the bears yeah. are really firm on this plan. Nagy said after the dolphins, their first preseason game that they want to start getting Justin Fields, some first team reps, just to have him work with Allen Robinson at practice instead of Rodney Adams and guys that aren't going to make the 53 man roster. But they didn't, even after Nagy said they were going to, they haven't gotten to it yet. Nagy again said, yeah, we still want to get to that. We just haven't quite gotten to it yet because they want to keep everybody healthy. That's been their priority first and foremost. Keep all their starting players as healthy as possible because they've already had so many injuries on the offensive line. So I don't know if we'll see much Andy Dalton in that last preseason game to even risk a potential injury there. But it'll be a lot of Justin Fields and a lot of backups and a lot of evaluation that it's, it'll be Dalton against the Rams week one. And then from there, it's, it's anybody's guess. And that might be reason enough, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the other side yep. of the football week one to help preserve your uh, your f- future face of the franchise, Justin Fields. Lauren Cox must listen right now with this quarterback battle going on the season coming up. Locked on Bears. Lauren, thanks, man. Hey, appreciate you having me on. And I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk Bears quarterback controversy. Doubt it. I doubt it. I, yeah, I don't think this thing's going away. I hope not. Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer ready for prime time. Plus, can Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston win the Saints quarterback battle tonight? Monday Night Football, it's coming your way. It's going to be the first one in the 2021 campaign. Our experts, Ross Jackson, locked on Saints, and of course, locked on NFL. Tony Wiggins, locked on Jags, and locked on NFL. They're going to join me, Bo Brock, right here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Let me tell you this first, though. Rock Auto is the best place for all your auto parts needs. Here's what's going on. You can save time. You can save money using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. Serving do-it-yourselfers 
for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for all your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Tell them Locked On sent you so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Also, I got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar on the damn planet. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Nine flavors you can always rely upon. They always have limited time flavors that are always delicious and just as nutritious as they are tasty. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. 17 grams of protein. That's what you get in most Built Bars. 130 calories to 180 calories. Four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs. Right now, go to Built.com. Save yourself some cash on buying the best tasting protein bar on the planet. They're winning blind test tests with actual candy bars. Use the promo code LOCK15. Save 15% on your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. It's the Lockdown NFL Podcast, your Monday show. I'm your host, Bo Brock. We are now on YouTube, of course. Make sure you're subscribed, like this video, and... Primetime. We're back in primetime tonight. Monday night football kicks off. You had the crew on Friday. That was like the dress rehearsal. And now you've got a matchup of the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. You've got the Saints. It's down there. It's at whatever they're calling the dome now. What is it? Caesars now. The Caesars Superdome. I'm going to bring on the host for the two teams you'll see tonight in primetime. We've got our guy, Tony Wiggins. We've got our guy, Ross Jackson. We've got a full crew here. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me here. Of course, we watch you guys here every week on the Lockdown NFL podcast tomorrow. Ross Jackson and on Wednesday, it's Tony and James. Tony, I mean, Ross is used to this. You're not used to seeing your squad playing primetime on Monday Night Football. I absolutely am not used to seeing them. The only time I'm used to seeing them on primetime is usually a Thursday game with the Titans. Uh, right. It seems like every single year it's Jacksonville and Tennessee in week 13 and nobody cares. But yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully with the new um, the new changes and the new additions, that'll change in the near future. They couldn't hold out one more week for Tebow. We would have had like Steve Lee, <laughs> all those guys just talking at nauseum about Tim Tebow. But Tony, let me start off by asking you, uh, you know, you make me laugh last week talking about this quarterback battle going on. First-year head coach Urban Meyer. What does he need to officially tab Trevor Lawrence, the starting quarterback down there in Jacksonville tonight? Um, I don't know because we've seen enough. The people I've been to one practice, and then I went abroad, so I couldn't go back for two weeks. But we we've seen enough in practice that he just looks different, and uh, no one down here understands why Urban is doing that. And uh, it's almost as if though he has enough cachet as a coach that you don't really question it. But uh, it's weird. It's weird that a guy who is the most generational talent at quarterback you've seen in a decade comes to a one in 15 team and has to beat out a former six round pick. It's crazy. It's head scratching. I mean, and then you've got Ross, you've got maybe the best quarterback battle going on right now in New Orleans. Is, is anybody taking the reins and can anybody win the job tonight? 
Yeah, I mean, tonight's game is, I think, going to be one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle when it comes to putting together the evaluation for which one of these quarterbacks becomes the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints in 2021. Will it be James Winston? Will it be Taysom Hill? We don't know at this time, but I do think that this Monday night game, if Jason, if, if Jameis is able to go out there and, you know, take advantage of the deep passing game like we've seen him do over these past couple of practices, if Taysom's able to go out there and use his legs, both of these guys have done the thing that makes them special and that sets them apart from one another a ton over the course of this last week of training camp and practice leading up to this game. So looking forward to seeing them be able to uh, get the opportunity to show it under the lights. Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints, Tony Wiggins, Locked On Jags, and of course the Locked On NFL podcast. Follow these guys on Twitter at Chop Talking Wig and at Ross Jackson Nola. One more question for both of you and Tony. It was kind of a rough start for the Urban Meyer era last week. What are you looking for improvements across the rest of the roster outside of your number one overall pick? Well, they're extremely vanilla. They were extremely vanilla on offense. But uh, being vanilla and not playing at the tempo that Urban wants, those things aren't mutually exclusive. You can be vanilla, but he just wants you to be vanilla and fast. You know, be quick quick at being vanilla if you're going to be vanilla. So uh, I think one thing he's learning is the, the transparency with the fans and the media can work against you a little bit. If you come out and say, I don't want to look like this and I don't want to look like that. And they're trying to tell me not to do this. That's all well and good. But then you're going to get te- you're going to get the Tony Wiggins means and the facial expressions because <laughs> that's weird. That's weird that y'all don't figure that out before you come out here. And then you have to tell us, well, I want to do this, but they won't let me. Uh, who are you? Are you the CEO or are you not? What do you mean they won't let you do it? You know, so what I think is you want to see a, a, a bigger and better reflection of what he envisions this team uh, being uh, the things that he promised fast, athletic. And uh, you can't recruit. So you got to kind of deal yeah. with the with the guys that you have. And hopefully it's good enough. We'll we see a heavy dose of Travis Etienne tonight. I think so, because he mentioned that he said he wanted to see more of him. And um the, the thing about it is there's pressure when you take a running back in the first round, when you just had a guy who was one of the best rookie running backs. Uh, you said you wanted him because he was explosive and fast. Well, you know what? You better go out here and show us something. Because we had a barbecue for six months, man, when we got Urban and we got Trevor, and now he hasn't named him the starter. So the fans are kind of they're kind of like, this is like, this is not exciting anymore. It's taking all of our breath away and all of this eagerness. And they don't play again at home until week two of the of mm. the season so they better show something uh, if not uh jaguar twitter is going to be lit up tomorrow night because you know the talking heads are going to be like he can't get it done he can't get it done back to some of those famous uh, tony wiggins therapy sessions that you guys had uh at least 15 times last season ross last questions for you uh the wide receivers no mike thomas has anybody emerged uh from this core and that we should look out for tonight yeah, I would definitely be keeping an eye out on Marquez Callaway. He'll probably only get a run with the ones. He probably won't stay on the field to get reps with the uh, twos and threes. He is probably the most proven entity that the New Orleans Saints have at that position right now, Consider it, which is interesting considering he caught just over 20 passes back in 2020. But he's emerged. He put the number one on his chest, and he has absolutely epitomized not only the number, but also the role so far with the New Orleans Saints. He runs a lot of Michael Thomas's same X receiver split in route tree. 
country, very good at finding holes in zones and getting involved in uh, you know issues or any any type of situations where a quarterback might have to scramble or buy time. He does a very good job of working his way open. So he's become maybe one of the most trustworthy wide receivers available. But I think a lot of Saints fans are going to be very excited to see uh, Kevin White, who, of course, was the seventh overall selection back when he was coming in out of West Virginia, but hasn't ever really been able to put it together, marred with injuries, things like that. And Saints fans now get to see if the New Orleans Saints offense works for him during this preseason game. I I keep my expectations low there, but that's another name that they'll definitely be watching out for tonight. Yeah, lots to take in tonight, lots to pay attention to. Ross, you've got the full recap tomorrow. My co-host, Alex Clancy, sliding in for Luke Braun. Should be a great show. Can't wait to do that. Plus, you guys are looking at the rookie quarterbacks as far as their fantasy value. Oh, man, it's it's really intriguing. Tune in. And, of course, Tony on Wednesday. Listen to him and James break down the latest from around the league. Get you ready for the season. Guys, enjoy the game tonight. I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you, Thanks brother. Thanks for having us. The preseason finish line is this week. Your third and final preseason game. I'm not sure how teams are going to approach it as far as how they'll play their players, their starters, if at all. But four games on Friday, Indianapolis Colts still trying to figure out that backup quarterback position. Jacob Easton, Sam Ellinger, the Colts on the road at Detroit. The good news for the Colts is both Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz expected to return in some capacity to the practice field this week, according to head coach Frank Wright. Philadelphia on the road at the New York Jets, Pittsburgh Steelers at Carolina, and Minnesota at Kansas City. The later game kicking off at 5 Eastern. Those are your four games on Friday. You got another full slate of action on Saturday. Taking a look at it. Green Bay Packers at the Buffalo Bills. That could be a 10 a.m. kick in the West, 1 p.m. Some afternoon football on Saturday afternoon. Baltimore Ravens look to push their win streak to 20 straight preseason dubs. They're on the road at the Washington football football team. Battle of the Beltway there. That game kicks off at 6 Eastern. Chicago at Tennessee. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals on the road in the Big Easy against New Orleans. Tampa Bay at Houston. The L.A. Rams at Denver in a late game, 10 p.m. Eastern kick. Seven out in the West in Seattle as the Seahawks host the L.A. Chargers. And then a couple more games on Sunday. You've got the games kicking off in Dallas as they look for their first preseason win, their only preseason win in four opportunities. Jacksonville on the road, Miami at Cincinnati, Vegas at San Francisco, the Patriots at the Giants, a couple Super Bowls we've that we remember finally the G-Men taking on the Pats. That game kicks off at 6 Eastern. And then you have your first Sunday night football game of the 2021 campaign, the Cleveland Browns and the Atlanta Falcons. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock. You guys have a great rest of your Monday, please. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Of course, follow along, subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Tomorrow, it's Ross Jackson, who you Heard and watched on this very show. My co-host from the Lockdown Arizona Cardinals podcast. He'll be filling in for Luke Braun. Always my friend, Alex Clancy. Good for a couple hot takes and sound bites. You don't want to miss it. They're going to look into some rookie signal callers that you might want to tap into as far as your fantasy football season goes. You guys have a great rest of your Monday. Have an awesome week. We're going to be wrapping up the preseason the next time I talk to you next Monday. Enjoy it. I'll see you then on the Locked On NFL Podcast.